Islanders getting through this in the Flatiron District of New York City. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Yesterday afternoon, Tommy and his girlfriend Sandy and I met up at his Flatiron apartment and had a delightful time. And then Tommy and I set out to find coffee and sweets in the neighborhood. Now, in many locales across the country, an expedition would be quite simple. There would probably only be one or maybe even two possible choices for such an undertaking. And thankfully, this undertaking did not involve an undertaker. But it did include visits to several high-quality coffee and dessert emporiums that would be the toast of the town in most towns. But here in Manhattan, there are more great coffee places within the short walk of Tommy's apartment than you can shake a stick at. Spoiler alert, neither of us carried a stick. But the abundance of cafes that offered fine coffee and sweets made me realize that we don't live in a totalitarian country where the one coffee place in town would be called state coffee. <laughs> and the only coffee in the menu would simply be called coffee. <laughs> but we live in a democracy, fragile at times, yes, but still strong enough to ensure that when Tommy and I want coffee, there are choices galore. So as not to keep you in suspense any longer about which cafe we ultimately chose, it was Irving Farms on Irving Place, the obvious choice for the unelected, self-appointed co-mayors of Irving Place. Yes, Scotty. Irving Farms Coffee is located in an 1800s townhouse, very old, more than 100 years old, and it is as New York as it gets. Yet the service from the young... Durettes is much warmer and friendlier than you'll get at the coffee places in the small towns of rural Catskills. This is a shocking story that the other major news agencies should run with, not just because it's man bites dog, but also, as you pointed out so excellently in your opening, it touches on the advantages of an economic system that, for all its problems, allows for a vast variety of individually owned coffee establishments. The nightmare world you portrayed in your intro, Scotty, a country where there's only one state coffee establishment, well, it makes me tremble. One can only imagine that despite the state coffee place's drab, uncharming appearance and the rudeness of the government employees serving uniformly bland government coffee, the line to get into the state cafe would be out the door every day and move slowly. <laughs> oh, it's true, as happened to us yesterday, coffee place, New York coffee places get filled up with customers, especially in the cold weather, I'll say, and there's no tables to be sat at. So we're sometimes forced to become coffee shop nomads and walk from one charming, unique, but full coffee place to another and another until finally a place is found where a table can be grabbed. Scotty, yesterday our cafe hunt had a happy ending. But more importantly, we proved the mettle of our 240-year-old system of individually owned coffee establishments. Scotty, I couldn't be more proud unless I had accomplished something more important. <laughs> well, I, I dare not even imagine what could be more important than, than this. And Tommy, it is, you know, this was not, uh, as, as you know, a big message of the recent electoral campaign that here in American democracy, we can choose from many coffee places, all excellent. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, unlike, you know, uh, certain other uh, countries. And again, that chilling vision you painted. And by the way, it turned black and white when you were saying <laughs> that and get a little grainy, like 1957, yeah. the long line. Right. Yeah, well, I've, we've always seen long lines for bread, which 
I, yeah. It's sad, but it always seemed a little, what are you waiting on lines <laughs> for bread? But uh, I mean, I love my Dave's bread, the Dave's yeah. bread. I would wait on a short line. A short line. Yeah, I cannot stand lines. I would not be good in, in the, the Soviet Union of 1956. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I no. would really have, I would be, comp- I would be one of those complainer types uh, because I can't stand lines. And I go in, I look at, and, but now, uh, uh, yeah, if there's too long a line for anything, I'm, I'm discouraged, Scotty. Yeah, I wish everything could adopt the Trader Joe's model where miraculously you go in, the lines are wrapped around many aisles and, and you dutifully stand where the man says line begins here. And it literally, and I don't know what the, what's the secret sauce, but they certainly move you along quite quickly in that well, line. So. If they've got a lot of checkout people, because yep. again, this, this, this is, we live in the uh, a society where you can have Trader Joe's and not just one store, government store. So, uh, but and the line does move really rapidly and they have these jobs now at Trader Joe's. And this is what I love this podcast about lear- yeah. alerting people to new trends. And that is there's uh, in, in my experience, I've never known that there's a job before Trader Joe's started it where you stand, you somebody basically holds a sign. This is the end of the line. <laughs> And they yep. they stand at the end of the line. That's their job. They're yeah. they're Trader Joe's employees, and they have a sign. This is the end of the line, and yep. that's what they do. And then <laughs> they're on the other end of the line, right where where everything's being checked out. The many 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 checkout places. There's the guy whose job is to tell you where to go. Twenty six, you know, thirteen, and they they tell you, and that's another job that, well, you that never used on, to exist. You see, it's on the secret of Trader Joe's, and I, I think that's been going on. Perhaps it's its inception, uh, uh, you know, or perhaps since it got so crowded. But yes, that end of the line guy. And I don't know if that's an entry level position or not, but yeah. that's crucial because otherwise you're trying to figure out well, where does the line start. And it's so long. It's looking it's, at jellies or, you know, in the aisle. And that's key. But then, as you say, Tommy, the man who tells you what number or woman and actually a, a trader does I go to there's an extra step. Miraculously, there's the end of the line person. And then there's a, a person who tells you to step up to the person who will also tell you what number extra, <laughs> extra like a through in the middle person but yeah. it works and it's another person to say thank you very much to yeah that's that's right and i go thank and, you so much and and tommy but here's the kicker right yeah. here one yeah. day and no names please but mm-hmm. uh, i stood there happily you know waiting for the gentleman to say 23 14 and i looked up and i knew who he was it was a someone I had met when I was married, a very, very nice fellow. And and again, uh, was, how did you meet him? I had met him many years before. But, but uh, under what circumstances? Oh, socially. We were actually socially had gone out the friends, but I saw him. Really? And, and, he, and now he's he's calling the law, the, the, the number. And again, let me just emphasize there's no yeah. chamber. I, I, I think that's great. And no, that's I know, fascinating. That's I know amazing. other people. I know other people work at Trader Joe's and it's a fine place to work. And yep. who knows if the circumstances were different, I would uh, gladly be there too. But well, but Scotty, it's, it's, it's a proud job. I'm sure a lot of kids look up to those guys. Oh, and someday they, I'm going to be the, the line caller or someday I'll hold the sign at the end of the line. Yeah. Yeah. Think- yeah because you talk about, we, what we talked about in the beginning of this podcast from the very inception, how we admire and, but with the, the delivery workers and all yes. those people should be idolized, not the investment bankers who no. add little value to our nothing. Life, but these people, the guy who yeah. tells you the number is huge. He's huge. He's he, because it, there's a lot of anxiety uh, uh, to checking out. You know what I love about this system, though, is that 
you know, when you're in a normal grocery store, you kind of have to pick the checkout counter that yeah. you think is going to work. Okay, that lines up. But then you don't want to be behind somebody whose groceries are just packed, you know, that has a big cart just filled with groceries. Yeah. And you don't want to be behind that person. It's going to take a long time, right? Oh, well, I know. Sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, well, I've had many but, situations where you you try to gain, figure it out. And yeah. Your eyes are darting back and forth. Uh, maybe I should switch to this one. And then, oh, no, 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 no. The they, stress. They check. Yeah, that's going to take too long. And you really are so drained by checking. And then you, then Tommy, the ultimate, yeah. blaming yourself. And yeah. you go, eh, <laughs> I did it again. Yeah, yeah. Never picked the right line. Never that picked the nothing. And so you feel demeaned <laughs> oh, uh, and marginalized and, and low, have a lower opinion. You're right. You blame oh. yourself. But in this line system, the, the Trader Joe's, where it's a it's single or, well, it's a double line, doesn't matter. It's the, uh, the point is, yeah. You could be standing behind you uh, in line behind somebody with a huge shocking card. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant uh, because the, you'll get some random other uh, oh, it, checkout it moves, person. And, and and also they're so efficient. And I mean, you know, some places now they uh, they kind of make you pack it yourself, and not just yes. Joe's. And they even roll out that you know kind of table little thing to put your card on, and then they just do the rest. And yeah. they pack miraculously. I mean, literally, there's no way I could come close to fitting what they fit in one bag. And they're, and they're always friendly and, and chipper. And uh, many thank you so much as are exchanged. And have I a good one, you, you too. And, and you, all that. You hit on something that I yeah. think we touched on at the top of this podcast uh, a mere nine minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, where um, we're talking about how in New York, people are friendly, like the barista at um at at uh, farm. Uh, irving place yeah uh, roasters that they, they she was so, you know chirpy and friendly and you're talking about the people at the at at uh, trader joe's thank you sir and 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 you know in general i noticed people on the street sorry excuse me uh, yeah. uh you know the old cliche and it is an old cliche it's not just yeah. a standard cliche it's a no. really old one is that is that the country folk are more friendly they're more, hey, what's going on? How's it going? Yeah. Uh, well, can I help you with your back? No, that's not true. New Yorkers are more friendly. Well, the yeah. people up in, uh, uh, yeah. uh, up in, I, I mean, I really love the coffee shop up in Hunter, but they, those people are never friendly. Yeah. Well, interesting enough that they would, that particular place, it won't give the name, but they bring in people from the city and they all live together. So maybe that's, oh, yeah, uh, to, to workers where yeah. they just hired the nice, gals or guys from hunter or Wyndham. i don't know this, up there. this place up there i found out she's she's lived in this uh, in hunter the most unfriendly coffee barista <laughs> and she's lived up there for her whole life so oh, she i blame i i say we have uncovered talk about man bites dog this is the, the, the new york is a friendlier city than, than well, the, the, the tiny yeah and you always speak this thing to praise of New York as opposed to Europe. And even yesterday, as we enjoyed our fine coffee and a cinnamon cardamom bun, I think it was called. Yes. Uh, that's... You said the New York. And I'm, I'm, I am announcing to you, you don't know this, that uh, I'm going to be going for the first time next year to Paris, France. Oh, my goodness. With Ginger. I'm very excited. I know it's going to be wonderful. But you even said New York in many ways is even better because we well, have all these different kind of cafes and to live in new friendly. york yes absolutely yeah. it, it uh, um french you're steeped in frenchness and french food and french everything french 
New York, you have the world. You have a street with nothing but uh, uh, South Korean restaurants. Yep. You have the world, Scotty, and it's yep. and you walk to it. It's better than L.A. L.A. of course has more, even more diverse economy. But you have to drive from neighborhood to neighborhood, oh, and, and it's yeah. not the same thing. It takes almost as long to get to Europe. Yeah, it does in parts of L.A. You're so right. Freeway yeah. traffic. <laughs> but uh, but Tommy, it is a miraculous thing. And, and again, it's uh, so we salute once again. Yeah. I mean, we're you know, we're true patriots. And this, I yes. hate what they the, the right wing. Oh, hey, patriot. No, you, no, you're not right. a patriot. You're you're not. But we're patriots because we revel in, in this in the uniquely really American and New York system of fine service and friendly service and efficient friendly yeah that's service. what people don't realize friendly service in new york that yeah. i think is if this podcast does nothing else that we can send out the word that new york is a friendlier place than even small town america exactly that, well, that could be a new ad campaign that we would again uh, would this time i think we should receive some remuneration because yeah. I, I just others will be making a lot of money and it's silly right. it's silly and, and we'll shake hands of course with obligatory news conference with mayor adams and we'll shake his hand and yeah. hey yeah. you guys are comics i go to the you know, comedy clubs he, he does go out a lot apparently and we'll smile you know oh yes yes uh and uh hey that podcast i'm gonna could i be on and then yeah 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 moment, we don't have guests right and then right. there's a chill in the air <laughs> All of a sudden, he's not nice to us anymore. <laughs> Scotty, you really painted out a scenario here. I was thinking, well, oh my gosh, we're, we've got it made in the shade as, uh, uh, um, and we're going to get paid made in the shade and we'll get paid. I just oh, added wow. to that. rhyme, yeah. And and for our, uh, uh, you know, what's what's the word? Our estolving. I, I just invented a word. Our estolving of of New York's friendliness. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is, nobody knows this. Only we do. Eventually there'll be an article months later oh. in the New York oh, Times. Sure. Oh yeah. But, but, but yeah. And, and so we should be able to go be welcomed in all of New York's fine establishments and hang out with the mayor Adams, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm hoping that he'll, he'll understand that we just don't have guests and but, but, really but, make exceptions right. because if, if it was him, then, you know, then, it, then who else is next? And so we was certainly happy to chat with them, uh, uh, you know, and, and off the, you know, off, off, the off the podcast. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it, it's so interesting how you just think it's all going to be gravy. And then you realize there's going to be that awkward moment where the mayor, Adam, says, hey, when can I be on your podcast? And we have to tell him that we don't have guests on this podcast. Oh, Scotty, well, that when you said that, I, I just felt that pit of, in your stomach i just want to walk away you know those embarrassing situations yeah yeah you just want to walk away from them and let well you know me our listeners know me that i'm a positive a poly a polyana a yeah. male version but i just also a realist and and i think that could come up knowing you know i think he would yeah. he, he likes to be involved and again this is no slight to him because <laughs> don't have any guests i mean that's right so, well uh, that's the key and we'll have to be yeah we'll hope that he'll, he'll just go well okay well sometimes you think you're the mayor you get on but no i get it i get it. and i think we'd patch it up i, I do i mean i, I would add that you think have, he'll patch it up but yeah but not until there's been that awkward and you know it's going to be on page six of the new uh, of the oh, post yeah, yeah. Uh, um you know mayor gets um snubbed. i think front page front page of the post front no, page the post, like mayor gets nixed by podcast host. <laughs> thought mayor thought they were his friend palled around with them yeah. they had to explain they don't have guests on their podcast <laughs> scotty that's a story right there that writes itself 
Oh yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so I, I mean, I hope we come out looking good on this and not like you know we're so great and we're looking you know, but it's just our policy. It's it's our yeah. I hope that's policy. the angle. The principle of it will in the end have us went out and and also will be beloved by all the establishments <laughs> that we frequent. And but it is true, Tommy. We break news on this podcast. Yeah. And again, the Times Sunday styles. New, <laughs> you know, thank you so much. The new friendly New York. And yeah. Like, yeah. There they go. It was very long, kind of you know, dry uh, article and they'll interview a barista and, you know, all that. But, but we're breaking it because we live yeah. it, Tommy. That's how we, we live it. it. We live it. We actually go up to the Catskills and find out yep. how friendly the baristas are. up. Well, there. that's, I mean, totally. I mean, that's a movie, investigative movie. Yeah. You know, they have the Weinstein movies, but this unfriendly, I mean, you would assume <laughs> that this thing, oh, it's cold in the gas, whatever, but they're old. They're so friendly. They run down the street after you if you forgot <laughs> milk or something they pour it for you but no uh and it's this it's really a, a laziness on the part of the yeah. local media that assumes that they're all friendly but not to say that there aren't friendly no. people up there we that we've gone to this wonderful burger place outdoors with the we met the owner tremendously friendly but but you've uh, exposed something that uh, yeah all are and uh no no and no new that, york that, is honestly, much friendlier. this is this is very big yeah. i would call this as a sociological phenomenon it's just yeah. a reversal of, of uh, literally centuries of assumptions about the rural friendliness versus this the city uh, big city rudeness this completely turns it on its head Scotty oh exactly uh, yeah. uh, I mean there's going to be lectures at universities about this for years to come oh I think so I think uh, so uh, I, I just hope it doesn't you know I mean I I mean um, well, I hope I, it doesn't I, cut into to our time too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the mean lectures, you know, it's not just a... one lecture. They yeah. want to come back for the afternoon session for the freshman and sophomore. And then that's right. Come that's back right. For I, dinner I was looking and, at a life of lecture halls and thinking, yeah. gosh, I don't know if that. But but I, I don't know how we can escape it because, people, you know, people will want us to tell us how, how did we how were we the ones who discovered the sociological complete um, just what, what would that be called? Just like a watershed change in in rudeness and, and politeness. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, part uh, of but, it is a matter of perception because I don't think uh, New York was ever that rude or or the small towns ever that friendly. Oh, maybe, so that, that would see that would be part of your your yeah. lecture. And and already you've got people. Oh, OK. You know, you're reframing the situation. Yeah, yeah. even though the, but certainly because I've been to, you know, this stoicism of certain kind and, you know, in New England where they're certainly very helpful and nice, but also, OK, well, here's your eggs and I'm going to move on to the next table. It's not unfriendly, but, uh, you know, so there's all different. Uh, but again, the key point is that New York is very friendly. And, you know, the classic I love New York campaign that turned things around in the 70s when New York was really struggling. Ah, I love New York. But a whole we're friendly, you know, make friends in New York. Or, hey, you've got a friend. Yeah. In New York. In New York, you have yeah. a friend. And then you just have a montage of all the friendly faces in New York. And everybody yeah. thinks we're all we're all just rude and 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 we don't care about other people's feelings no i mean this is this is a play and and, and honestly i i really I, i'm not kidding i i have walked down the street and it sounds like i'm in canada where you hear sorry sorry excuse me sorry <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 and and i i truly have noted that it's and maybe it's just manhattan maybe you know and 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 the outer boroughs are still more unfriendly but uh, uh, I got to say, I've, been in, I've spent time, you and I've been in Astoria, Queens, Long Island City, and, and it has a very, in fact, we, you know, I've been to many establishments, a very 
friendly and small town feeling in the best sense of the word. So uh, hopefully we're just adding to the, the friendliness. And, yep. and, you know, New York has always been friendly in the I never understood. We always we've spoken of this uh, privately that the the so-called gruff waiter on the Lower East Side or supposedly the charm of the gruff waiter like that was so hilarious. And I never understood that a certain old style oh, yeah, yeah. These dairy restaurants down on the Lower East Side that are no longer extant. But it would be like, okay, what do you want? Okay. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Uh, that's so great. Oh, no, you don't get, yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. Uh, that's the Ed DeBevix approach. I don't know <laughs> if you're familiar with that restaurant yeah. chain, yeah. but it started yeah. in Chicago and their whole thing was to make that part of the experience where we, they're, they're hilariously rude to all their guests. Yeah. All, all the time. Never saw the hilarity in it. Hilarious. No, really just, uh, no, you know, you just, you know, uh, but people would, uh, I have been to Ed DeBevix in LA and, and it's a very theatrical experience of rudeness. This is not what we're talking about. Really. No. We're talking about the, uh, the kind of absolutely love, you know, uh, uh, all I, all I can say is got it. Well, actually I can say lots of things. There yeah. are many things. <laughs> uh, I, you know, one of the worst things you can do is say, well, all I can say is X, Y, Z. And now you've committed to only saying something and then not saying anything. And that's else. it. You've, you've reached your quota. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so I take that back. I walk that back. That's not. But then again, I guess you get to one of the things that uh, I could say, yeah. in addition to many others that I'll get to at a later point. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then people say, "Well, why are you telling us that stuff?" Yeah. And and, and then and then even more, the 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 discussion is you know dragged out. So, <laughs> uh, no. But I I think that. Uh, but I, I am very pleased and and, and excited that our nomadic coffee see that is the downside in new, in new york is that at certain times of day and especially in certain weather they fill up and you have to go from place to place and yeah yeah and and, and i just i just that's just part of my world and i well you I'll, I'll go over to to think coffee yeah, yeah. Coffee. oh i'll go to gregory's oh i'll go to to a bottle a blue bottle but again There's, hearing what you're saying tommy where else could anyone do that certainly not in la where you'd have to get in your car each time yes. and drive to another neighborhood oh uh, certainly not even in the finest fun uh smallest towns you speak highly boise idaho which i can't wait to go to which i'm sure is wonderful but there's probably a lot less in terms of coffee or certainly within walking distance so we have these bevy of choices that could be daunting at times because but think of it i mean literally there's you in most places you go well i guess i'm gonna have to stand online for quite a while and take what up you know that's whatever it is but no and we just we and we didn't have any bad choices again these are all great places and we would have been fine it wasn't tremendously long lines but we kept saying you know what i think irving farms and that was the first choice we thought of and then oh that's and, interesting i didn't even well i had but, said but we sir, didn't know we went to, to to the very the, to yeah yeah but all good though Pano, all would have been Pano. fine it wasn't like oh this place all good and irving Farms. now normally i would have chosen to sit outside even during these times but it is getting colder but we had a fine seat and it's, so you did no you have to go inside for irving because yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a very cool place but now to people who are listening and wondering, okay, what if I never get to go to Irving Place? I, you know, yeah. there are people, you know, there could be listeners in, in Alaska right now are saying, yeah. well, what does that have to do with me? Uh, um, you know, I'm not going to be coming to New York uh, anytime soon. So how does that relate? And and to them, I, I have to say, I, I, I don't know what to tell them. I, you know, <laughs> well, maybe well, they're right. To, come to New York. Uh, I guess that would be the best thing to say. And again, this is where ambassadors, unpaid now we're not only self-appointed, uh, unelected, unpaid co-mayors of Irving Place, but now we're unpaid 
uh, also self-appointed uh, co-ambassadors in New York City, which we welcome. So yeah. we're moving beyond the, the block. Remember Jenny on the block, the Jenny yeah. Lopez, we call it. We're moving beyond Irving. Not, not moving beyond Irving Place because you never leave Irving Place. No. But we're ambassadors for the whole city. And uh, oh, uh, I see. So, so that really is, in a way, that's one of the many our many hats that we'll be wearing. Is, yeah to be the ambassador. So we say to the people out in, uh, uh, listening here, we're in remote parts of America, do come to New York. You will be you will be treated with respect and friendliness and nothing bad will happen. Um, now, yeah. as I say that, I start to worry as ambassadors, if people do come, let's say from yeah. Alaska or uh, 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 Cambodia, wherever, yeah. and then something somebody is rude to them, are we on the hook? Can well, they, yeah. in other words, do we get that letter from the lawyers, uh, cease and desist? Uh, you well, have... as soon as you said it, that's what I thought. That's where I went to the legal liability. So I think we have to keep yeah. it kind of a little more vague, like, oh, give New York a try. I think, I think you'll find us to be quite friendly. Yeah. Now, that's there a good you one, can. Scotty. That's leave it at that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that, good. You've got your you've got yeah. your covered there. Got a little qualifier. It's not as strong a statement. Uh, uh, it's yeah. more like it's it's a little bit more recompense if that's a, even but a word. See, it's folksy. We yeah. frame it that way. Like, I think you'll find us to be yeah. pretty friendly. And then you but, show someone smiling, going, "Thank you so much. Have a good one." You know, that's, that's right. all you say. You're and not you saying you are hundred percent indemnified against no. a lawsuit because exactly. you got that that little uh, codicil. I think you'll yeah. find it very yeah, I, uh, friendly. That, sure, I that's could great, say I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll find it. That's yeah. good too, but not hundred yeah. percent guarantee everything's going to go perfectly. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 and, uh, and hopefully, people won't will find that still a compelling message. To I them. think it will. Enough. You know, by yeah. the way, Tommy, we just again discovered that we don't need lawyers. I mean. What we just did, wow! Uh, a white shoe. What they they really call them white shoes? Yeah, they call them white shoes. Which people haven't worn white shoes since 1911, <laughs> but it, it, it was yeah. Uh, yeah. They still call them white shoe firms. And you're right, Scotty. That they they charge sometimes a thousand dollars an hour, wow. and they would give you the same advice that we just gave ourselves. Oh, exactly. They couldn't do any better than that. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. And 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 it would take a long time. And and also just to get them to take the you know take this on and oh i'm very busy can we do it in a month and finally a month rolls around and it's thousands of dollars. who knows how many hours and you get nervous why are oh they they'll spread so it out yeah we yeah just it's really adding like, up it's adding three up. minutes they're not going to prorate it that way <laughs> right. i'm not going to we get, just oh, did it in, a, in two minutes we we solved yeah. the thing just yeah. well you did really you came up with those those golden words that cover our our A's uh, uh, <laughs> well, so effectively. Well, uh, again, we all think think of this together, and it's a way yep. to to get our. No, it, it was a joint. Uh, yeah, thing. yeah. If we were a law firm, it would be, you know, um, you know, well, uh, as you it, say, it, drag out and uh, 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 well, uh, probably uh, Blakeman and Saunders, something like that. You know, yeah. so that, that law firms do do things like that. But I don't say I I, I don't propose that we become. Um, a uh, self-appointed lawyers. No, and not. And if we do, definitely the big headline there. We're not a white shoe firm. In right. Parentheses because we think white shoes look kind of funny. Yeah, so that and shows our quirkiness and our hipness, so <laughs> and we'll get yeah. so many new clients away, especially oh in God. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Now we'd have to accept at some point say you know in in either our brochure or what that we're not technically lawyers per yeah. se. 
Right. In that we haven't actually like gone to the quote unquote bar and got, you know, yeah. past the bar or law exam. schools or things like law that. school. No, yeah. no. So it's that we're not that kind of lawyer. No, you know, we're just uh, not a white. We're saying we're not a white shoe. We're not. Firm. But we're not white shoes. Either. But that doesn't even say we're a law firm. This is we're, we're, we're not, not even, a white shoe law firm. That's right. We're just. Yeah, we're just Tom and Scott. Yeah, we're and, not. We, and, well, you know what? We don't even have to say we're a law firm at all. We'll just say no, what well, we're Sa- not. Saunders and Blakeman. And just have a have a an office that looks like a law firm. Yeah. And and you know we don't have to say that. You're, and and then people come and then we would help them with this very, these these really. I mean, the, what you just did it was like surgery, Scotty. It was like <laughs> it was a, a, you took something. And I was scared suddenly. I was thinking, oh my God, we're going to become the ambassadors of New York. We're going to be telling people to to come to New York from the four corners of the earth, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and that's a long way to travel. That's a long way, especially the the far left corner. That's yeah. like ridiculous. <laughs> and then and they come and they come and expecting to be treated with, you know, friendliness all the time. They don't get it. We get sued. Scotty, it's terrified me. I saw myself literally in in uh, a small claims court for the for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, you can never get out of that. So yeah, it was just a few tweaks here and there. By the way, Tommy, but you came up with those words. Well, I well, think yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll find I'm us pretty, pretty sure you'll, friendly. Yeah, I think it. you'll. That's all you need, and you say it in the folksiest, upbeat way, and you show the smiling barista, and your your gold. And Tommy, but another thing, uh, getting back to our law firm yeah. thing. There's no law that says Saunders and Blakeman can't help you with your legal problems. That's right. The, if, yeah. and especially with things like that, when you have a when you've been um, you've become a self-appointed ambassador to some city, you know, not, you know, uh, don't make you know, how can you make claims that won't you know come back to bite you in the oh, yeah. legal jeopardy? You know, we can that's throw around legal term. help. It's paralegal. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely um, and it's not white shoe. That's very yeah. well. That's that, we stress that. I cannot no emphasize that have, too much. Once we say that, no one's even asked question. But Tommy, this brings us back to something we've touched on in the past, and that is what jobs can you do uh, that you're not technically, you know, qualified for, but that you won't yeah. be arrested for. And we've yeah. discussed before where I could be a, a salesman at Saks. Oh uh, yeah, on, uh, just with not being hired by Saks, but come up to him and going, "Oh, that looks great." Uh, what else are you looking for today? Can I help you? A volunteer salesman. Volunteer salesman. Yeah. That, that's now that's, saying... that has not been yeah. discussed very much. We have volunteer fire departments. In, yeah. in, we're talking about rural areas. Volunteer... <laughs> yeah. But what about volunteer salesmen? Yeah. So people who, who out of no other uh, motivation than to help people get a good sale, get a good yeah, deal. Go or help them out picking things out. And it's like, and I don't say, hi, I work for sex. Can I help you? No, I just go, hi. Uh, yeah, that would you, maybe a blazer would go that can help you pick it one out. And again, the Saks people at first would go, oh, he doesn't work for us. But then they'd see the value of right. these good Samaritan. It would go up to the top, the president of Saks, just like yeah. Miracle on 34th Street. Well, <laughs> all I can say is he seems to be making the customers happy. And I don't see what's so terrible about that. <laughs> it, it, it'll, it'll be like that. Oh, Scott, absolutely. That heartwarming absolutely. moment where. Yeah. You know, that, and, and the, the Weasley guy is always trying to, oh, there he is again, the fake salesman. 
I'm not a fake salesman, sir. I'm a volunteer salesman. <laughs> yeah, why can't it be volunteer? That exactly. And and there's so many areas, especially yeah. during. But the, I see the, the movie, the, the guy trying to fire you, or you can't yeah. be fired because you're not even hired. Oh, that's well, that's it. That would be the great. That's a great moment. Well, you can fire me, sir. I'm not even hired. And then, <laughs> as you say, the crusty but but friendly boss who sees the way. Well, all I see is that sales are up 38 percent for this young man, and I see no reason why he shouldn't continue on. And, uh, and uh, uh, I get a discount at Saks, like 25 yeah. percent. But that, and, you know. and, and I and I still won't be paid, sir. That's right. You still will be volunteered and won't get paid, but you'll get 10 percent off on Saks clothes. Yeah, I think that that yeah, the, probably hopefully that's the 25. heartwarming end. Yeah, it would be a great thing. And then you know, there's a lot of ways to look. And then, of course, as you say, Tim, it opens up. Yeah a positive can of worms where volunteers yeah. in all areas uh, where, and again, we're volunteer, not lawyers, but volunteer legal right. help. That's right. much cheaper. It's free. And we actually have good advice and we don't wear white shoes. No, that's right. And, and uh, uh, it uh, opens volunteer dentistry, you know, yeah. <clears throat> volunteer police work. Certainly people do that actually. Oh they, yeah. Eyes they, on the street and yeah. all that. Now let me just say, I, I before I ever missed, yes. I do own white Adidas tennis sneakers. Oh, so uh, I would say that I wear those, uh, especially <laughs> now that they've yeah. severed ties with Kanye. I wear it proudly, but, but uh, uh, so that would be, you could wear those on the weekend and still. So if, uh, if, yeah. if, if Adidas had not severed tied, would you ties with Kanye? Would you still wear them, but you'd wear them shamedly, not proudly? You just kind of walk, skulk around wearing them? I would them wear or... them and keep spouting, uh, no place for hate uh, <laughs> as I played tennis. And uh, it'd be a little tiring, but that would be so I'm so glad, took that relief. So glad they did. Uh, yeah, uh, cut, oh, and that's Scotty. the only way. So to now you can wear your wear your uh, white uh, Adidas and hold your head high. But it's it's true. It's interesting. A white shoe firm turns out to be oh, white Adidas's. You know, at the, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, but the the, the I, I think we've covered a lot of good ground here. We certainly. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I'm looking back at this. Podcast what a summary! Now. I think that the big big lead is what you uncovered in your special investigative report. Uh, New York City baristas are friendlier than in, in uh, uh, New York, the Catskills. Absolutely shocking. And and in general, I think there's a lot more friendliness in, in New York's, uh, you know, just in general, even on the street. Yeah. So uh, um, and, and also, hey, let's appreciate the fact that we don't live in a country where there's one coffee shop. In the yes, middle of the city, coffee giant. I can see the giant, giant lettering. Big, yeah, big coffee. And there's only one kind of coffee. As yeah. you say, it's coffee. And there's just this big. And the and the baristas are incredibly rude. Public oh. servants. They will never stop lose their job. And and the line. <laughs> and the lines is, look like the old bread lines. Although, yeah. as we wind down, uh, this will be for another podcast. But knowing that the. Uh, hip culture that we live in that could be a trendy spot in williamsburg yes state coffee modeled as if it would be behind the iron curtain <laughs> oh yeah it would be the thing everybody would go there right the, yes. the, the soviet coffee uh, and it's just the one and a big ladle they would ladle the coffee out <laughs> and, and be the hottest thing lines around the block <laughs> ladling it out like a soup kitchen <laughs> uh, with big vats of coffee uh scotty what an what this was a this was a head spinner. This was a an amazing uh, podcast adventure. Yes, uh, and a, and an uplifting one is uh, uh, come uh, to uplifting. New York. We're we're, we're pretty sure you'll find us to be very friendly, <laughs> very very friendly, and 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 nobody will ever be rude. Scotty, on that extremely heartfelt note, I I 
am going to continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.